Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. You hit us with a little popping lock there. You pa- pause with a dramatic <laughs> pause for dramatic effect. Hello, hello. Honest to God, forgot what I was supposed to say right there. <laughs> hey, this it's would hard. be a good. <laughs> this would be a good it's time hard. to remind you, Daniel and I are expert fans. Uh, probably not experts at much else, including remembering the, a podcast. remembering the same line you've said for 85 locked on episodes in a row. It's a, it's a freaking script, people. I'm, it's, it's here in front of me. Like, I have access. It's we're, not, sharing, we're sharing the same screen. I could see Daniel's little green cursor on the Google Docs mm-hmm. right where he's supposed to be. And yet here we are. Um, hey, we're glad you're with us. We really, truly are, because we love talking about UGA sports. Daniel is. Mm-hmm. I am, uh, which is the we. That's the collective we. Um, and you found us. Congratulations. This is the best Georgia Bulldogs podcast that there is. There's no second. Just oh, need wow. not apply. Uh, yeah. I, wow. Hey. And the most humble. Well, that too. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Clearly, I was. Right. In, that was. Did I mention I'm from the West Coast? I'm sorry. That was. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's loud and clear. It's just loud. Comes out loud and clear every episode. Uh, Daniel and I are great fans, and that's all we try to be. And we try to encourage you to be the best fans you could be with this podcast. That's what it's about. It's a podcast for fans, by fans. We just talk about fan stuff. Um, we're not trying to take ourselves too seriously, as is evidenced by the next 20 something minutes of audio that you're about hold, to hear. Hold your back, son. We said. You said, hey, I know of this podcast. Um, it's it's good, but um, sometimes it can be a little silly. And we said, hold my beer. We are. Not yet. We got, we got new ideas coming every day. Um, uh, we're glad that you're here. We say it, we say it every every day, but we truly do mean it. Um, there's tons of you out there listening. Lots of you have been listening since the very beginning. We really appreciate you. Lots of you are new to the show, and uh, seems like join us. Lots of new people join us every week. Uh, we appreciate you. If you like the show, go ahead and subscribe to the show. That's uh, even if you don't like the show and you just want to help out two guys, uh, that'd be great. Just subscribe to the show. If you like the show, you can leave us a rating or a review. On Apple Podcasts, especially, that helps. But on any podcast platform that takes such things, uh, you can do that. You can tell your friends about the show, obviously. If you want to interact with us, if you have ideas for us, um, after today's episode, we are going to be asking for your thoughts, for you to add to this list that we're going to be formulating today. Um, We would love to hear your ideas, your contributions to this uh, topic that we're going to be discussing today. You can email us at LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have ideas for the show, if you have things you want to hear us talk about, if you have questions, comments, concerns, or if you just want to tell us how awesome we are, uh, you can do that anytime. Anytime. Uh, We're so humble. We need to hear things like that, you know, from time to time. (laughs) That's... Uh, we need to, we need to set up this episode, Daniel, because we're doing a little crossover. We we're do. taking two things that we dearly love: sarcasm. That's right. And comedic okay. episodes. That wasn't what I was. Gonna, those were the two that I thought it was going to be: college football uh-huh. and the office. Well, I was trying those to set up. The two I was trying to set up that, okay. the office a little bit more, but you've just. Okay. I mean, you've just gotten right to the I point. See. So I'm just. I'm sorry. That's that. 
I just I'm a no nonsense kind of guy. Yeah, I just sure. I like to yeah. I like to get right to it. Uh, we uh, enjoy the office. We enjoy UGA football. Uh, we enjoy college football. And so what we've done is we've gone through all the characters of the office and we've tried to pair them up best we can with current slash recent head football coaches in college football. Daniel, this is That's a glorious right. idea. The idea, and I feel like we should go into it because this is, is entirely likely that you're saying to yourself right now, um, why? Yeah, that's a f- you know what <laughs> fair question. That's a common question that we get asked quite a bit, and uh, I'm sure that you've thought more than once as you've been listening to this show. Um, two things: okay. one, it's it's the off season, and during the season we are basically. Breaking down games and talking about future uh-huh. opponents uh-huh. and whatever. It's every episode. It takes up all of our time. We're, we're diagnosing play calling and the roster and all these things. And we do a fair amount of that in the offseason. But the offseason is also our chance to uh, hit you with some power rankings and, and do some things like this. But number two, um, we recently came across some, uh, some personnel matters on oh, the Internet. My goodness. And um, it just immediately when I saw this uh, come across my timeline, I just this this idea for the sh- for an episode popped into my head, and I, and we just we kind of had to make it happen. Okay. Now, when Daniel uh, says this, this is this is not a joke. This is not a rehearsal. This is as no. real as it gets. This is, and if you're a fan of The Office, I just encourage you to lean in to how beautiful this is. Um, long time friend of the show, uh, Butch Jones. Long time. Oh gosh, long he has, time. He has given show. us so much material. We have been talking about Butch Jones since he since he looked down and saw a cross drawn on his shoe, <laughs> and knew that the good Lord above was going to provide his team with a victory. As old E.T. himself heaved a ball as hard as he could towards the end zone. And the legend of the University of Tennessee and Butch Jones was born. Uh, Butch Jones, longtime friend of the show, has been for the last year um, sitting at the mm. feet of uh, the Yoda that is Nick Saban. By the way, when he, you say sitting at his feet... I. I think there is a high likelihood that is literally what he has been doing. That is, he, like while Nick Saban's eating dinner at a restaurant, he requires Butch Jones to sit under the table on the floor at his feet. 100%. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, to be fair. He was like an analyst, wasn't he? I don't remember. Like, I don't know an- what he was. Analyst this, was his title, yes. He, he was an analyst. Okay. Well, Butch Jones... Due to all his hard work and all of his coaching pedigree, has received a promotion okay. this offseason. Good. Hey, good for him. That's hard work well paid off. It's true. I don't know if it comes with a race, but um, it is a promotion in title. Well, it's uh, yeah, from analyst. Would you like to know the name of, of what Butch Jones's new job is called? Again. What his title is? This is his actual role. On the University of Alabama football team, Clint. Again, this cannot be made up. You cannot script this. He is the assistant to the head coach. Not just, a typo. 
Not a mistake. Ask me if he is an assistant head coach, yeah, like they, a la Matt Luke. They have those, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they have those in, yeah. in where you know somebody else associate is associate really, head uh-huh. coach, yep. assistant head coach. Lots these of those. are. Is he a co-head coach? No, uh, no. Lots of those too. No, he is the assistant to okay. the head coach. Literally the only position called such in all of football. He is the Dwight Schrute of the Alabama football team. Um, <laughs> it is, I mean, if you've ever watched The Office, the, the phrase assistant to is... The fact that it's Butch Jones, Clint. Even better. It could not be any more perfect. No. Of just an like an absolute just total yuppie like kiss like just a kissing people's butts and cheesy and gosh, he is is the absolute perfect man. Butch Jones has buried a body. To earn this title. Okay, just so everybody knows, there is a body that is shallowly, shallowly dug. Three and a half feet is all Butch can get out of that, that shovel. And he buried uh-huh. a body three and a half feet down to get this promotion. He, But he looked down at his shoe while he was burying that body, Clint. <laughs> and you'll never believe this, but there was a rainbow on his shoe. And he just knew in he that was, moment everything was going to be okay. We good. Uh, so if if Butch Jones is the Dwight Schrute yeah. of college football, that begs the question: Who are the other characters in this um, in this college football office remake that we're thinking of pitching to NBC? Which, by and the way, good lord, how much money could we make? All the money. You're telling me two rabid fan bases: college football and Office. Yep, mm-hmm. we got ourselves a no. captive audience. It'd be great. All right, we're going to get into all the names on the list in just a second. All right, Clint. Um, let's start at the top. Oh, yeah. Big dog. You, you, you talk about The Office, you go right to the top. Michael Scott. Yeah. The the head guy. Dunder the main character. wouldn't now, be in existence without him. Now, obviously, there are a lot of bosses in college football. But when you think about Michael Scott, what do you think of, Clint? Like, what, what, what categorizes Michael Scott? Uh, try hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, way, way cheesy motivational speeches. Yep. A lot of conference room meetings. A lot of, a lot of uh, you know, he's, like, putting the posters up on the wall. Cat posters he's for made- days. He's maybe dressing up in some characters coming into meetings. Oh, what? Now listen. We'll, we'll get to some of those characters later on, too. Don't you worry. Now, now, now listen. Who fits this role better than the man, the myth, the legend, longtime, another longtime friend of the show, Herm Edwards? Clint. Herm ding, ding, Edwards ding, ding, ding. is the Michael Scott of college football. This guy is a motivational speech wrapped up in a human body. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Act like he does not sometimes walk into the Arizona State locker room at halftime dressed in character. Oh, no. In no. order to motivate the team. Herm Edwards is absolutely the guy that's going to dress in costume as a beggar out on the sidewalk as his team is going into practice and see how many people give him uh, like a couple <laughs> dimes in the cup. Okay? And then he comes and he, he, he does the reveal at warm-ups. You know? And he has paid a film crew to film all of this happening. Herm Edwards would be that guy. Did you read about this on Bleacher Report? Because this sounds like an actual thing Herm Edwards has done. <laughs> I know. It, you couldn't have gotten, couldn't have cast it better. Herm Edwards is Michael Scott. Michael Scott as Herm Edwards. All right, where do you want to go next on the list? Uh, you know what I want to go? I want to go maybe, maybe somebody, an antagonist of Michael Scott on The Office. Maybe somebody who's kind of makes some consternation for him. Maybe the opposite okay. of try-hard and motivational speech. I want to go Stanley Hudson. I'm gonna go curmudgeon old Ooh. Stanley Hudson. Okay. Stanley Hudson. So for office fans, you know, the guy that's just unapologetically doing crosswords for days, getting to his retirement, getting that pension, 401k, the parachute. He does not that gets care about you. He does not care about the work that he is doing. He does not care about the work that you are doing. He doesn't care if you sell more than he does. Uh -uh. He doesn't care about what you're talking about in this meeting. He is just here. He is earning a paycheck, and then he is going to go home, and he's going to read the newspaper, eat a bowl of cereal, and go to bed. Like that's, that's what he's—that's what he's about. By the way, the, the late night bowl of cereal is exactly what Stanley Hudson is doing, and exactly yeah. what the old ball coach Sylvester Croom is doing. Daniel Sil- Sylvester Croom, former Mississippi State Bulldog. Uh, I'm here to do a job. No. I don't care what other SEC schools are doing. You got a helicopter? Good for you. Whatever. I drive my old F-150 to recruiting visits. Like, I'm not. No one looked less interested in coaching than Sylvester Croom did. Even on the sideline while the game was happening. It's just he was falling asleep half the time. It looked like he was rarely there. He was looking at what what cloud shapes were forming above him instead of what coverage was happening before him. Clearly, as is evidenced by most of those teams. Yes, yes. I'm going to go... Oh, go ahead. No, no, you lead us. I'm going to go... I'm going to go to Ryan Howard. Oh. The temp turned uh, executive... Real quick change there. Uh, and then made temp f- real uh, quick. F- falls in disgrace, turned brief bowling alley employee, if you recall. I do now. Turned Michael Scott Paper Company employee, turned Dunder Mifflin salesman slash temp again. Um, you're looking for someone young uh-huh. and ambitious. Sleazy. Who is and willing to do whatever it takes to get to the top? To just rise through the ranks. Much more concerned about outward appearance, maybe, uh-huh. than character or what's happening or, underneath. Or actual results in the win column. Or actual, if you recall, uh, Ryan Howard never made a sale not as a one. salesman. So um, you're looking for somebody maybe not that great of a coach, and yet somehow has managed to climb the coaching ranks where else could we go, Clint, other than the old old Cliff Kingsbury? You, Clint? This one is the most 
I mean, Herm Edwards is Michael Scott. Holy jeez. But my gosh, if there was ever... Articles have been written more about his attire and sunglasses while on the football field than actually mm-hmm. his performance as head coach of any football team. This is the guy that got run out of Texas Tech. Yeah. Texas Tech. Let that sink in. We're not talking... You think Texas Tech has high standards because to they, the point that he don't. was taking an offensive coordinator position in college football at Southern Cal. Yeah. He accepted an offensive coordinator, and then the Arizona Cardinals. Oh gosh! Of the NFL, yeah. Said, you know what? We want you, and he said, "Oh, to be the offensive coordinator," and they said, "No, to be the head coach." How do you get fired from Texas Tech? And hired by the Arizona Cardinals in the same offseason. I I just it's how it's inconceivable to me. Cliff Kingsbury. How many how many years till Cliff Cliff Kingsbury is back in college football? The head coach of hold on, wait for it. Mm -hmm, The mm -hmm. two like Tulane. Oh my gosh, Daniel. Is he the next head coach of Tulane? Prime because UNLV. He's got to be close to Vegas. He will resign in disgrace. From uh-huh. his position, I don't know what the scandal will be, but I know there will be a scandal. Oh. He will resign in disgrace, and he will be the next head coach of UNLV. Uh, Look, I don't know. Ryan Howard. I don't know if if Kyler Murray's a man of integrity. I have no idea. But there is there is a picture of both of those men doing lines of cocaine somewhere out in the world, <laughs> waiting to surface. Okay, just. Waiting to surface. Uh, I give it. You said. You said I don't know if Kyler Murray's a man of integrity, but I'm going to tell you right now. He's doing cocaine. (laughs) That's that felt like a hard pivot that you made on Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's probably a fantastic young man. I I have no idea, but uh, Cliff. Cliff Kingsbury? Not. Cliff Kingsbury, I would not introduce <laughs> to my friend no, if they were no, single and looking like, for Okay, now this next somebody. one I'm very excited for because we're going to stick with the sleazy. We're going to stick not only with I care about outward appearance, but I care about outward appearance and I care about codependent relationships on which mm-hmm. drama follows me everywhere I go. Gosh, this is so perfect. <laughs> this is so perfect. Okay. If... If Kelly Kapoor, the the codependent girlfriend of Ryan, the fall mm-hmm. from grace high exec, can you think mm-hmm. of another guy who needs to be dependent, who who is living in the mental, who's who cannot stop thinking about who's, Nick Saban all the time? His mental 24/7? state is so fragile that you could just see him imploding when people are not thinking about him. Correct. Who has to make every conversation come back to him. That in interviews, instead of sitting up like a normal person, has taken off his Crocs and has his feet on your chair as you're talking to him. Okay. And that is none other than, is that, than Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin as Kelly Kapoor of The Office, codependent drama, drama person for all ages. This is a fantastic one. You had to, you know, we had to get Lane Kiffin in here somehow, and had he to. just there's no better place than Kelly Kapoor. Next one, next one for you. Um, I'm gonna be short and sweet. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. If we were giving power rankings, we might do a power rankings. Most underrated character on the office. This this guy is in my top three for sure. 
and his name is Creed Bratton. Mm-hmm. Everything, here's why he's underrated. Everything he says in the entire series is hysterically funny. Like, that's, that's who he is. He says maybe two or three lines per show, but every single line is an absolute home run. Um, there's not a lot of explanation needed here. <laughs> we're going Bill Snyder as Creed Bratton. Say we're wrong. Somebody, somebody argue with us. The longest tenured coach of any professional sports in North American history, Bill Snyder. I think he coached found a way 103 to keep years job, at Kansas State. Found a way to keep his job uh, despite continual mediocre at best performance. This is Creed Bratton, who who just tries to go unnoticed and uh-huh. just keeps getting older and older every year. You remember that episode when they, they thought they were phasing out the older people in the company <laughs> and Creed shows up and he's dyed his hair black with all the printer ink? <laughs> like, that's Bill, like, that's a Bill Snyder type. Like, Bill Snyder tried. At one point in his career, somebody was like, Bill, you might want to consider going a little younger. And he looked at the printer and thought <laughs> long and hard. Bill Snyder was the guy that tried to do the floss dance <laughs> at the end of a victory just to, to show everybody that he was hip and cool. Uh, Creed, Absolutely. what a good one. Hey, we got a couple more episodes or a couple more characters from The Office that we paired up with coaches right after this. Daniel, what's the next one you want? We to really do? gonna ma- we really gonna make a whole episode out of this clip? Whole, Is that what we're you, doing here? You all thought we were joking. Again, let me tell you, Daniel and I are. You thought maybe a serious. segment? No, you no, maybe this was a segment. No, whole no. the whole damn thing, all of it. Okay, here's where, how many it, people still listen to the podcast. Ten percent. Hey, twenty hey, percent. We are giving a gift to America right now. Okay? You you are dang right. We are gift to America. Um, I'm going to save my favorite one till the end. And that's the next one that's on the sheet. That's my favorite one, and I'm going to save it till the end. That, that so, one right there? That one right there. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to go down I'm gonna go down to the next one, and I'm going to hit you. This is another Bill Snyder as Creed. This is one. I, I don't have to give you a lot of explanation for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't intend to give you a lot of explanation for this. If you've ever seen The Office or college football, then you know that Brett Bielema <laughs> is Kevin Malone. <laughs> And that's it. That's it. I mean, I'm going to let you. Lama, Kevin Malone. Put those like, two images in your head right now, okay? And then just slowly mo- mash them together. Like, slowly let them overlap each other. And yep. what you'll be looking at is the same person. That's right. That's Tell me right. you can't picture Brett Bielema taking a giant jar of M&Ms and just turning it up and dumping it into his mouth. And that's, saying, let's party. Tell me, tell me you can't picture Brett Bielema walking into a room holding a giant pot of chili and then tripping, falling, and spilling that chili everywhere. That's, Brett Bielema has done that in his life. Before. Oh, there's no for doubt. sure. No doubt in my mind. Um, I'm going to go to one. It's a little, it's off the beaten path. Uh, okay. Some, some may say you have to follow the, the road rash skid marks of the Harley Davidson to find this road off the beaten oh, path. No. Uh, Todd oh, Packer. No. Is a mm. is a auxiliary character, but still an important part of the Dunder Mifflin family, because mm-hmm. he's the one that uh, crisis follows and scandal follows, as he can't mm. keep his hands off people. 
Yeah. Okay. That's Old sexual harassment. Old sexual harassment, Todd Packer. Uh, well, Bobby Petrino said, hold my beer, Todd, because <laughs> did you take an 18-year-old... Hold, ha- hold my handlebars. <laughs> because did you take an 18-year-old intern on the back of the Harley with you to God knows where on back oh, roads? no, you don't want to know where. Nope. You I, do not. I do not want to be called as a witness. I, I, I don't have time to be to no. drive down and, and deal with this. Uh, Bobby Petrino and Todd Packer are the same person. Don't They don't look similar. No. Uh, but but very similar characters. I'm gonna go to another uh, set. I wouldn't say that these people look similar. Not uh, quite quite the opposite. No, quite the opposite. Meredith Palmer, one a classic, gr- a great character mm-hmm. on The Office. Meredith Palmer, best known, um, kind of a gruff attitude, kind of a um, kind of a. Uh, Abrasive personality, but she's best known for being a blatant alcoholic. Hundred um, percent. So here we are in the Kevin Sumlin part of the show uh, that Hello. we tend to find ourselves in. I don't know. Feels like all too frequently. Um, but Kevin Sumlin, just he's got that Meredith Palmer vibe to him, where he's out there in Arizona. He's wearing the sunglasses a lot. It's not because it's bright out no. there. It's because mm-hmm. he does not want you to see his pupils. Um, Kevin Palmer. No, Kevin Sumlin, yeah. Meredith Palmer. Well, you I, just I, I, inadvertently, inadvertently mashed him up. Um, Kevin Sumlin, when he sees a mag light come out, he automatically places his hands behind his back. <laughs> like That's an instinctual <laughs> response that he has. He says, yes, officer. When a mag like, light. Me, like me standing up and shouting when I see Anthony Edwards dunk on a young man. Yes. That's what Kevin Sumlin does when he just he just hears, whoop, and he just immediately lays down on the ground. <laughs> like he just. Uh, he, he goes, the 550 for bail for the DUI will be, it'll be fine, mom. Just. It'll be fine. I'm making a lot of money. I'm They're paying a me a lot of money to not win any football games. Here. No football games. All right, Daniel. This is this is the best one. And uh, honestly, uh, a person of the the office that is beloved by many, but just such a goober. My gosh, mm. the biggest goob that there is on the office is Andy. Okay, Andy Bernard. Andy Bernard. Uh, like the Nard Dog. The Nard Dog likes to sing, likes to do acapella. Um, kind of looks like he's just smiling constantly, but he's putting on the plastic yes. smile. Just, I'm okay. Doofus. doofus. Yep. Andy Bernard is a doofus. Yep. He wears Argyle sweaters. He's constantly trying very hard. Coming up with whimsical that, little lyrics in the middle of lunch. He gives you that Eddie Haskell vibe mm-hmm. where, like, you could he's smiling on the outside, but you could tell he's scheming on the inside. Oh, he's gonna kill somebody with that. With that he's smile. got some underlying anger issues. Okay, there's a lot that we could say about Andy Bernard, and there's nobody in college football that more perfectly typifies the Nard Dog than Dabo Swinney. My gosh, the old, the old ball coach. This is our Clemson. best casting job we've done yet. It really is because they look similar enough. They do. Their personalities are almost a shot-for-shot shot, 
uh, replication of each other. I'm not sure if Dabo Sweeney can sing, but other than that, I think we've pretty much nailed it. I I fully expect to call Dabo Swinney the Nardog for the rest of this podcast history. So let the record show that from now on I will be referring to the Clemson head coach as the Nardog exclusively. Uh, the, Dabo floor, Swinney, the floor recognizes the representative from Tennessee on that one. Uh, I got some fan. I got some friends that are Clemson fans, and let me just tell you, Dabo Swinney has done a number on these poor people. Oh gosh, they they are buying everything that he is selling, Clint. They are lapping it up mm-hmm. like it is just gold bullion from heaven. Uh, they cannot get enough of this uh, Southern charmer act that uh-huh. Dabo Swinney is playing and Clint it is an act I was just going to say you you use the right term yeah facade that's what it is that is an absolute facade because underneath there is something bubbling and it ain't it ain't pretty it's not what mom wants to see on the sidelines I'll tell you that much right now it is not um all right. As we mentioned, we would love your thoughts and opinions. If you have, uh, there's so many places that we could have gone here. Um, I mean, we didn't talk about Jimbo Fisher. Oh, we didn't gosh. talk about Jim Harbaugh. We didn't talk about Dana Holgerson. We didn't talk about Mike Gundy. We obviously didn't talk about Ed Orgeron or Nick Saban. We didn't talk about Dan Mullen. We thought all the characters on The Office were too likable. To compare any of them to Dan Mullen just didn't fit, didn't feel right. Couldn't do it. Um, but we're sure there are things that we've missed, that we've omitted. If you're an Office fan, if you are a college football fan, we would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, we'd love to hear it if you've got any anything to add to the list or you want to make any changes or nominations. We would love to hear all that. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with some actual football player talk, um, you know, at least for one day. Don't, say, don't then, say actual. Don't demean us like that. And then we'll see what happens on Friday. Who who the heck knows what we're going to be. We're talking about the safeties on the depth chart uh-huh. uh, tomorrow. So uh, we will get into that and uh, much more. And we will see you guys then. See you.